Welcome to the 517 Life Podcast, a ministry of the exchange. I'm Carrie Puckett, joined by Tracy Lee and Heather May. For today's episode, we hope you're hungry because we're talking to the dinner darling, Lindsay Bell. Lindsay is a working mother of two and founder of the Dinner Darlings Meal Subscription Services, the Weekly Dish and the Weekly Dish Light. We talk recipes, kitchen gadgets, and stepping out in faith to pursue her business idea that has now become her ministry. She tells us all about it in this conversation with The Dinner Darling. Well, I'm so excited for today's guest. We have invited Lindsay Bell, a.k.a. The Dinner Darling, on today. Hey, Lindsay, thanks for coming. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So I found out about you through my BFF, who goes to church with you, but also she's a subscriber to your meal subscription plan. She is. And Heather asked me before we got started today, do you know Lindsay personally? And I was like, well, I've never met her, but I feel like I know her because I've been following you on Facebook and Instagram for a while. And I'm just a huge fan. So I'm so excited to introduce you ah, thank to you. our listeners I'm excited today. To be here. Tell us a little bit about who you are and how did, or have you always lived in Mississippi? How'd you end up here? Yes. So I was born and raised in Jackson. I went to school in Jackson, went to Mississippi College, really haven't left. We moved to Georgia for a hot minute and came back a 11 months later. So that's about it. Um, I live in Jackson still with my husband. I have two kids, Brooks, who's five, and Bowen, who's two. And they keep me very busy, especially during quarantine. I love their name. Thank you. Brooks is my maiden name. And then Bowen was just random. So, And you were doing something that's all the rage now, dinner subscriptions. Yes. All the rage, only it's local. And you make it easy, which praise the Lord for your initiative (laughs) with that. So how did you even get into doing this? Oh, goodness. Where do I start? Um, My husband was or is a classically trained chef and grew up, you know, in restaurants and has worked in restaurants for years. And when we had our first kid, he missed everything. He was gone nights and weekends. And I was used to eating a grilled cheese and popcorn every night because I didn't have to cook. Um, right after we had our first kid, he came, he took a sales job for a food distributor and was at home and he was home nights and weekends. And I was like, well, I guess I better cook something. (laughs) So I went to my go-tos, which were tacos, chicken spaghetti and spaghetti and rotated them in and out or chicken breast and cane green beans, which I probably served four times a week. Not knocking it. Had them two nights ago. I feel like you're (laughs) explaining my life. We have (laughs) so much to talk about. I have so much to learn from you. But I just... I, my, I lived with my, you know, my mom was a great cook. My, I lived with my sister for so long after college. She cooked everything. I just never really, I married a chef. Like, I didn't really have to do anything. But I had to start. I had to start somewhere. And I know a lot of people, um, your spouse or whoever you live with, like, you're thinking, God, if I can make something they like and they approve, this is great. And my husband came home one day and not knocking anything. He just said, hey, you think we could try something new? And I thought, well, I don't know what to, what's, what's new, like home cook new, not like what you're cooking new. So I started the group on Facebook, Dinner Darlings. And it started as just like my friends all saying, okay, well, this is my go-to. Well, this is your go-to. So let's try each other's go-to and try something new. What a great idea. Yeah, it is a really good idea. Did you get a lot of good responses? We got great responses. So it just started blowing up. And I think it was... A year into it, we had 4,000 members sharing recipes. Everybody is so encouraging. I've literally only had one person that was not nice, and I just, you know 
told them they had to leave the group, but everybody else was so nice and encouraging and kind of empowering everybody else to cook in the kitchen. There's people that have cooked for forever and new people. And it was something about when someone would say, oh my gosh, I tried this recipe and it was such a hit. My husband, my family ate it. I just felt like, okay, we can do something about this. And I was probably a year into it. A girl at church actually um, came up to me and she said, you've got to make money off this. Like everybody's loving it. It's kind of the talk right now. What can you do? And I'm thinking, I have no idea. Like, <laughs> I, I worked full time for Mississippi Magazine as an advertising sales rep. So I really didn't have any extra time. So I started doing a lot of research on what people wanted. And so many people would say, can you just tell me what to cook? Just tell me what to cook. So I took that and turned it into um, an email subscription where I tell you what to cook. I send, you know, three recipes out every week with the grocery list. And I started that last April. So and I just knew that I would have thousands of subscribers the day I started it and I was like honey I remember standing there and I was like I can quit my job I mean 10% of these 4,000 you know subscribe like we are rolling yeah I had 30 people and they were all of my friends and they still subscribe and I love them dearly and they support me but it has been a very slow I say very slow. It happened a year ago, but still, it's way slower than I thought. We always have these huge dreams and expectations. Right, girl? And God's like, hold on just one second. (laughs) Slow down. Well, I saw a quote that you put, I think it was on your Facebook page or Instagram, that said, motherhood is stressful enough without having to worry about what to cook for dinner each night. Yes. I just thought that was so great. Is it all family meals or do you have just meals for different types of people, different types of diets? How, what, what kind of programs do you offer? So it first started as just family friendly. I would cook them because like you said, you don't want to cook two meals. Mm-hmm. Some days you're going to. I mean, you know, some days it's going to be chicken nuggets and grilled cheese and that's completely fine. But you just want your kids to eat what you cook. And uh, my husband had always told me if we don't introduce stuff to them, they're not going to eat it. So let's, you know, start cooking and make them eat it. And they've actually done really well. So yes, it started as family friendly. And that is the weekly dish. Like the main subscription is that. And then in October, people said, hey, do you have a lightened version or a healthier version or something that could be Weight Watchers friendly or something like that? And I thought, well, sure, I'll Let's try it. And so that actually is more popular than the regular one now. I have more light subscribers. And they're still family friendly. I still feed them to my two-year-old and five-year-old. I test everything out on them, and they are the worst critics. So, (laughs) But I did. And there's a lot of times I'll tell you in the recipe, hey, this is a little spicy. Like, pull the chicken out before you put the sauce. That is so good. That is so good. Stuff like that. Because that's stuff that you wouldn't think about if you're just... If you're not a pro in the kitchen. So like last night I did and I posted it today, this cashew chicken. Well, Brooks, the five-year-old said, well, I want the chicken and the rice. But he was like, I don't want the peppers. And I'm thinking, well, if you'll eat the chicken with the sauce and the rice. So I just pulled the chicken out for him. He ate a good meal and, you know, more vegetables for us. I guess That is genius. I love that so much. Anything that can take the stress away from figuring out what to cook what ingredients do I need? What do I have? And then will my kids eat it? So kid approved recipes all day long. 
That is so helpful. Can we just important. talk about the stress that goes into dinner time? Oh, oh my goodness. Like nobody it's, it's an unspoken awful. stress that everybody does what am I gonna eat? I don't know what I'm gonna eat. Why are we why are we doing this? And then it's eight o'clock and you're eating Lucky Charms for the fourth time that week. <laughs> right. Or is that just me? <laughs> no, I don't know. But that's, that's what it is. Famous for scouring blogs and going, Oh, that looks good and then I look at their ingredients yes yeah. and I'm like I don't have 12 of those things right. I don't own that spice. exactly <laughs> so that was one thing I try to do is a keep it to 30 minutes or less and b it's stuff you have and mm-hmm. I posted one the other day and I was like you won't have this spice just go buy it the recipe's worth it but other than that like you know we can't I can't spend and I can't do 800 steps like mm-hmm. I need yeah. this to be simple straightforward oh, no yeah more than like bigger. 10 ing- 10 ingredients is a lot That's okay a lot. and then like more than like four steps You've lost me. Right. Yeah. And I have subscribed to to the Weekly Dish Light, I believe, is what I subscribed to. And some of my favorite things about it are, number one, like, yes, it costs a little bit of money to get on your subscription list, but you're saving money in the end because you have a plan and you're not going to just spontaneously go out to eat like I was prone to do a lot of times. I'm kidding. I'm not even kidding. When I was looking at your prices, y'all, it's ridiculously affordable to do this. Just the stress alone that it takes away from you is worth every penny. Absolutely. Like, wow I'm looking at your prices right now <laughs> crazy. and I've been looking on your Instagram so I would never like from the food that you post on your Instagram account like I would not think that I could get that for that price I know, I'm right? like super excited right, right now and you for every recipe you list out the grocery list yes. so you can and you send it as like a pdf you can literally print this off and take it with you to the grocery store get all your stuff at the beginning right. of the week and be set for the whole entire week so it's broken down by like meat oh, produce pantry, i hadn't even noticed that and the pantry should be kind of in order like here's your you know baking stuff asian stuff that mm-hmm. kind of thing mm-hmm. or you pull it up while you're on your click list or whatever oh, and you order yeah. it online because i don't know about y'all but when i order my groceries online i spend so much less so much yeah. less because so, I can buying. see my cart exactly. I'm not see, that walking. gives me anxiety because somebody else is picking out my produce. <laughs> no, no, no. I will pick out my own squash. Thank you. <laughs> A lot of people say the Instacart or Shipped is the way to go because you like can text your person yes. all the time. Yes. I personally live for the grocery store. I love it, even with my mask on. And I like to go and... Because I like to look at deals and like what's the best, you know, yeah. try to save money and yeah. that kind of thing. And it's three recipes a week? Or? So, yes, it's three recipes a week for the regular and three for the light. A lot. I mean, probably most people do the combo subscription, which is both because they see what I post on the light and go, oh, well, that didn't look very daddy. Like, I want some of that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the regular doesn't look terribly unhealthy. So I want that. But it's three. So. When it first came out, people said, well, are you sending five, like one for every night of the week? And I was like, oh, are you going to cook every night right. of the week? Like, no, no. Let's <laughs> pump the brakes a that's little right. bit because, no. you know, and some things you aren't going to like, and that's fine. But if you can have one or two or three things that you go, okay, I'm going to attempt these. And then subscribe for a month. Then you have 12 recipes, mm-hmm. like I was telling you. And that's stuff you can put back into your regular uh-huh. rotation along with your tacos and your yeah. chicken spaghetti and so whatever your the only is. reason I paused my subscription is because I went through a season of life where I hadn't used a bunch of them yet and so now I'm kind of going back through them and you're right I did find some of them that are my favorites like just last night I cooked again <laughs> the baked chicken tacos from the light subscription which are so good. <laughs> we eat a lot of Mexican food it's in my so house. Easy. And it's so much better than just the ground beef with the yeah. taco seasoning pack slapped onto a tortilla. No. Yeah. It's like 
good stuff. And it was only like three ingredients or something that went into the actual taco shell. Okay, can so. I be completely honest? Cooking terrifies me. My mother is a great baker. My sister can cook. I didn't. I used my oven for storage the first five years of my house. I'm not even kidding. Like when I had a friend have to move in with me, she's like, where are your pans? I'm like, I have a cast iron skillet and it's in the oven. It's been in there for two years. I don't cook at all. So it terrifies me to even think about doing this. I have so many people that will message me and say, I have picky kids or a pi- Lots of people have picky husbands. Just going to go ahead and say that's a big one. Um, He eats like a toddler. Like, I don't know what to do. You know, whatever. Um, I don't cook. And then I'll say, just do it for a month. Or let me just send you one. And you can try something. And if you like it, come subscribe. I'm very easy to deal with, I think. Um, And so I had a girl just yesterday. And she said, you know, I can't believe I can cook this stuff. Like, my husband's so excited because he'll actually eat it, and I can cook it. And there is something empowering about pleasing the people that you're cooking for. Because I have been in the situation where I have failed in the kitchen. And I still think about that vegetable lasagna I made that was the worst thing that either of us have ever put in our mouths. (laughs) (laughs) And my husband was very nice about it, but I still am like, he's like, well, I ate it. I'm like, I don't see how. Like... It was that bad. And I felt like such a failure. And you shouldn't feel like a failure in the kitchen if you really can follow a recipe. Now, I am a failure when it comes to baking. I cannot do it. I'm horrible at it. But I can follow a recipe. So we've talked a lot about the product. Mm -hmm. You left your full-time job to take this on full-time. I did. That is a huge leap. By the way... Lindsay did not pay us to say all these wonderful no. things. No. <laughs> right now. Literally just that excited about it. Yeah. What was it like you. leaving your full-time job and taking that leap of faith? Because you also said your husband had just yes. made a transition as he well. made a transition to a commission-only position. <laughs> because of how his job works, you really don't get paid your first six months. So in the middle of all that, I was like, you know what? I should quit my job and focus on this. He was so supportive. It was terrifying. I quit. My last day was October 15th. His job, um, the owner's wife is a very good friend of mine. And she was like, we're we're about to get insurance here. Like, so that helped to the process, but it was terrifying. And I basically, we sat down and said, okay, I have to make this much money. Um, now the school my kids go to it's based on how long they stay, like the payment. So I knew like they'd have to be home more. So I pick them up at like noon every day. So they're home with me and I'm working and I had until the end of the year to hit a certain number. And so that was a month and a half, two months and a half. I don't know. Math is hard. Um, so <laughs> I just hit the ground running. That's when the light subscription started and it really started rolling in and I focused on getting subscribers. I focused on using Instagram and Facebook and word of mouth to reach the right people. And 20 year olds are not my audience. My audience Mm -hmm. is, you know, 25 to 45, um, busy working people, moms, um, I have some dads, you know, I just had to figure out how to get my product to that niche and get them to subscribe. And so that's what I worked on. And I actually did it the first of the year. My Good husband was like, you made it. Job. That's <laughs> no, amazing. It no. It's still scary, though. It really is. You're a person of faith. I and am. how much of that was so scary? Like, I know Carrie said just stepping out, but doing anything on faith can be terrifying. Did you feel like you were climbing out of the boat? 
Yes. And we prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. And had we not been in a church and small groups and things that were also super supportive of us and of this decision, I could have never done it. But it was one of those things that I just felt like God was calling me to do this for some reason. That reason I didn't know. I have learned it since. But it was just you got to try it. You know, if this is something that you think that you can be successful at and that you could bless people with, then just jump. And it was terrifying. Like calling my mom going, you're not going to let me starve, are you? You know, so if this fails, you're going to give me some money. Thanks. (laughs) So what do you say to the person that's struggling with the decision or maybe has made the decision and is faced with discouragement from the people in their circle? Find a new circle. Yeah, girl. I mean, really and truly, um, our discipleship pastor's wife, Katie, is one of the most wonderful people I've ever met. And she messaged me and um, was just like, this is going to be your ministry. And I was like, how is this going to be my ministry, Katie? Like, of course, you're so wonderful. You know, you're saying the right things. And really and truly, she said, make this your ministry. Empower women and men in the kitchen to provide for their families and to have a good meal and sit around the table and talk to people and talk to each other. That's how I grew up. That's mm-hmm. where the best conversations happened were around the table. And so she was right. And she was such an encourager. My husband was such a huge supporter and none of, we never knew like all my family, we didn't know how it would turn out. And you know, when it started doing really well, people were like, you're doing so great. And I'm like, I'm literally just riding this wave as long as I can because you never know what's going to happen or whatever. But if you have that tug and it is something that is going to bless others and bless your family, then take the leap. If you can financially do it, let's put it that way. Like (laughs) don't, you know, put yourself or your family in a bind. Yes. Be smart because it really has been such a blessing. I'm home with my kids more. Um, During quarantine, it was huge because I could work, even though I wanted to pull my hair out, I could work with them running in and out. Um, And people started cooking during quarantine, which was also insane that all this happened at the same time. So I was one of those people that started cooking because it was all of a sudden, we're home on on weeknights. Right. We don't have anywhere we have to be. And I sort of rediscovered that I love to cook when I have a recipe and I got the ingredients <laughs> and I have the time. Mm-hmm. And I think I, that was something that I think my kids didn't really know that I could even cook until before quarantine. Um, it kind of reminded me of the, like that first couple years of marriage where I was like, oh, okay, let me figure this out. Right. Trying to figure it all out again. And I discovered that it was really something I enjoyed, but it had become something I didn't enjoy because I the stress of having to think ahead, having to make sure I have all the ingredients, finding the recipes that everybody's going to eat. All of that is what would stress me out. And it was like, all right, tacos it is. Right. Yeah. The ground beef slapped on the tortilla. (laughs) (laughs) Not the fancy ones you're talking about. And some nights that's what you have to do. There's ball games, there's church, there's stuff that's going on. Um, But you're right. When everybody kind of slowed down, I was like, well, I have all this time. I may as well right. you know, start cooking. And I think people have actually continued to do it because they see if I can carve out 30 minutes and yeah. I, it's my time. Like my kids are out of the kitchen. My husband gets to you know play with them or do whatever because this is my time to sit. I'll listen to a podcast. I'll mm-hmm. listen to music and just kind of like create something that's going to feed my family, which is fun. I love that. You mentioned sitting around the dinner table. I'd love to talk about that some more. Do you think that's 
a lost art absolutely an art? it's a lost art in my house a lot of times yeah. too it's easy to be like look here's a tv tray or whatever like let's just you just get busy and when your kids are younger it's harder when i was growing up my um mom was a school teacher my dad or preschool teacher my dad worked full time he got home at 6 30 every night and 6 30 mom had dinner on the table and we didn't it didn't matter what we were doing we sat around and we talked and it's 15 minutes there were no phones obviously back then um well cell phones but that way, i'm not that old um, <laughs> no cell phone you know no cell phones there was no nobody's playing a game nobody you're literally sitting around with your family and that is where our conversations happened that's where you talk about your day and that's where you talk about what's bothering you or you know something great something that wasn't so great and i just feel like that is a lost art everyone is so busy Mm -hmm. um me included and i do think quarantine has really helped everybody slow down and i hope that that kind of stays balanced not stay this slowed down right. but if we could have a nice balance between both a nice balance be really, would be good yeah so how do you fight for that time at your house with two young kids <sighs> well sometimes it's not easy sometimes the two-year-old has to eat before everybody else and that's completely fine um it's been a lot harder doing this because i'm cooking you know photographing that for other people but i think if you just start early is key um it's easy to be like it's 6 30 or yeah, 7 yeah. and i have to cook and here's a chicken nugget we're gonna yeah. cook for me and dad um so i think it's to start early go ahead and knock it out and then like i said just sit around the table this is what we're gonna do and they also eat better when you're sitting in front of them and force vegetables down their throats <laughs> <laughs> which would be me too you'd have to force right. them down my throat too yeah so so we have some some friends of ours that they do sit around the table and it's something that they try to stick to. It's just a value of their family and they do the high lows, which I think is so cool. Wait, Everybody kind of goes around and uh, shares your high from the day and your low from the day. It's a great conversation starter, I guess. It is. And just a way to My learn things. Does that at all their meetings. Really? They have meetings. Mm-hmm. Like what was your high this week? What was your low? And then, then when you talk about your lows, you can figure out how to make them highs or how to fix it and that kind of thing and when my kids are older i think that's definitely something that would be fun yeah how old are your kids five and two five and two have the has the five-year-old shown any interest in the kitchen oh yes he wants to help even the two-year-old be like i cook i cook (laughs) um and when you have two parents you know dad's really good at it because i make him chop everything for me because Mm -hmm. when he watches me chop an onion he cries (laughs) um i'm like well i didn't take i didn't go to school for knife skills um (laughs) but yes he has shown an interest And I also think that if you kind of, I always say, you know, it's my time, it's my time. But if your kid is not eating a lot of things and you want to introduce stuff, involve them in the process. Yeah. Because if I say, hey, Brooks, let's eat this that you made. He is 100% going to eat it. I love that. Even if it is Brussels sprouts. I mean, probably not. But, you know, (laughs) you know, like he really and truly will eat if he is involved in the cooking process even if i just say hey come stir this just a little bit three minute involvement as long as you're keeping it safe okay can i ask a real question here for real people 
the kitchen. Like I live in an apartment, my kitchen, eh, you know what I mean? Like one of my eyes might sit down all the way. You know, so how do you need like a chef's kitchen to make it happen? Do you need all the fancy gizmos? Absolutely not. <laughs> I live in a house that was built in 1969. My kitchen is avocado green, GE. It still works great. Knock on wood because I love it and don't it. I mean, my oven is the size of a shoebox. And one of my eyes caught on fire the other day when I was doing a photo shoot. (laughs) (laughs) So, no, you do not have to have a chef's kitchen. Um, If you follow me on Instagram, I literally use the same pan. It's a Cuisinart, like, stainless steel pan. I use it for everything because it's great and I like it and I'm comfortable with it. I do have good knives because we got them when we got married. Yeah. Um, I think a good knife is important. That's a good investment and a good pan. And really, that's all you need. That's all you need. And a prayer. (laughs) And a prayer and a fire extinguisher. (laughs) (laughs) So what is the end goal with this? Like, do you have? I have no idea. Because, <laughs> you know, some people have like levels. You know, like, I and someone hear. asked me because really and truly, like I cook six times a week because I send out three regular and three light. So and they are usually new recipes. I, re- I try I rotate some old ones back in that are about a year old and that kind of thing. So at some point, one of my friends was like, are you going to run out of recipes and ideas? And I'm like, well, luckily, food changes all the time and you can just take out one ingredient and put another one in and make it something different but um it hasn't happened yet that I've run out so I think the main goal for me would be continue to get subscribers continue to have people you know jump in I have a one month option so if you don't want to commit to like a monthly draft or a monthly payment you can just try it for a month and you can take some time off and try it again for another month Mm -hmm. and then I have people that do a six month to a year that say you know what I'm on board we're doing this Mm -hmm. So I think it's just to continue to get people on board and try new things and cook for their families and not go insane because we have so many other things <laughs> to go insane about right now. Would you ever be on a cooking show? Because I'm not going to lie, I'm obsessed with the Great British Bake Off right now. I don't know why, but would you ever do anything like that, go on a cooking show? No, I don't <laughs> think so. Uh, my husband's done a few things. He was supposed to be on one like forever I don't know if it's like a chopper or something like that um or like a local you know thing and I I would die under pressure like (laughs) I don't think I could be filmed because uh, no I I need my ingredients in my kitchen and I'm comfortable there but as far as anywhere else I've never been so stressed out watching people make a cupcake before no as I am watching cupcake wars which is a real thing that's a real thing I'm my kind of son, actually, the five-year-old loves their show on Disney that is like a cooking Disney competition with families. And he's like, how can we get on this? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Y'all would be the perfect family for this we show, would, right? Would. I'm pretty sure it shut down because of COVID. Yeah. But yes, maybe I'll send an email for that. But as a family, if Ryan was there, like as my backup, because he knows everything about food, um, which is very helpful. Well, I was um, just about to ask, how do you kick him out of the kitchen? Or is that not hard to do fine. because he's, he's doing it all day? With it. I mean, think about, you know, he cooked every night and every weekend for you know 15 years oh he's like he's, i've earned this I've right earned it's your you turn now for me but every time i cook something i'm kind of like <laughs> i would be so how paranoid it? how is yeah. it do you like it <laughs> i feel like i would uh-huh. feel so insecure to cook for a husband who does this for a living he's just glad that right? he doesn't have to do it yeah 
Yeah. And he will. I'll be like, I need your help. Oh, this is not right. Or he'll be like, you don't need to send this one out. <laughs> <laughs> he's honest. That's funny. Yeah. My husband, I feel the same way with him and he's not even a chef, but he's just a better cook than me in general. And he can like eyeball the seasoning. Mm-hmm. So usually if like anytime I'm making stuffed eggs or deviled eggs, whatever you call them, mm-hmm. I'm like, I get, I do everything except for seasoning the yellow part whatever the yolk (laughs) i'm like okay it's ready go ahead and season it and then i make them look pretty and people like carrie these are so good i'm like thank you i did all the work but austin made them taste good (laughs) (laughs) it definitely takes practice yeah to figure all that stuff out i love the meme that was going around on facebook a long time ago about how southerners season their food they get their season and they start shaking and they shake until their ancestors say stop my child (laughs) (laughs) that's true like salt and garlic (laughs) well i always in my recipes i'll put like half one half tablespoon of salt there i've never used a one half tablespoon of salt and then i'm like salt to taste because i am tossing tons in you know or um my husband especially he has a heavy hand when it comes to salt but yeah and i don't even like something i love about your recipes is like any other subscription i've heard about or even in just regular cookbooks a lot of times like first of all this cookbook is huge and how do i know which ones i'm actually gonna like and second of all there's all these ingredients that i've never even heard of but like you were saying this is all stuff that people around here normally eat anyway right so i love that and i love the convenience of it what are the prices of your subscriptions right now so right now the regular weekly dish which is the family friendly is um the draft price is nine dollars a month if you want to try it for a month it's ten it's just a dollar more and the light is twelve dollars a month it includes nutritional information and weight watchers points and if you're on weight watchers you can click the points and it actually pulls it up in your app Um, my fitness pal won't let me do that with the nutritional information but i'm trying to figure out a way around it so both of them have grocery lists and then you can do the combo for sixteen dollars a month and that's you get six recipes a week with your grocery list and they aren't a lot a huge misconception is is the light plan a lightened up version of the regular it is not it's a completely it is a completely different list now will i take something off that plan occasionally and use it um there have been a couple weeks where i've put something's been so good i'm like i have to share this with everybody and no one's really complained because they're still getting five recipes right right um but it is not a lightened up version and that's one question i get all the time it's usually completely different Mm. what's your favorite thing to cook Oh, that's so hard. I, I mean, Mexican food is, I love it because it's so versatile and easy. Um, I've been doing a lot of Asian food lately, which is good and a little not challenging, but yeah. it's just a little bit different. Um, I do, I love a one pan and a one pot dish. Like that is Thank my jam. Thank you. I'm I here do, for that. That is mostly <laughs> what I do. Yeah. Um, not casserole. It's not a casserole you're no. going to bake. It right. is going to be on the stove in a pot or in the oven on a pan. Those are my favorite because I feel like it's less cleanup. And I saw you had, um, is it a vodka penne or some kind of chicken thing? And you use local vodka for that too. I saw the cat head. I used the cat head um, because I always want to support local when I can. Yeah, it makes a difference. It, it just does. does. It tastes more fresh. And we've got so much local produce yes, here. Absolutely. It's so good. Well, that's kind of how I feel about your service, too. Like, knowing that that could go to support someone who's local, who's here, who knows our culture, who knows kind of how we do life right. in this area. And I love that. It's southern. You. And Southern's just better. I know if you're not in the South, I'm sorry, but it is. It's just <laughs> better. We, we have it's our foods just, just better. Different. You know, it's just different. And like you said, with the emails and things, I know it's obviously 
it's a huge company. It's more expensive. You can kind of pick your diets or whatever. And a lot of people go, well, can I pick and choose? And I'm like, nope, this is it for the week. Mm-hmm. And um, But once they kind of get into it and see it, they go, okay, I can, I can do this. Or I'm gluten-free. Well, I'll just remove this ingredient and substitute it with something. Because usually people that have a gluten-free, dairy-free, keto, whatever it is, lifestyle or dietary restriction they know what they can substitute so it really is easy for them to go okay well I can make this I'll just use this instead of this Mm -hmm. um so yes I do have several diets that um utilize the services both of them so how does someone sign up so I have a website thedinnerdarling.com and you can sign up there or the easiest place is to go to Instagram at thedinnerdarling there's a link and my bio that pops up a link tree and it'll say the weekly dish sign up um, and you just go in and it's a PayPal draft and it does it automatically for you or a one time payment um, but if you don't have PayPal you can just shoot me a message I'm always on there I need to set boundaries I learned that yesterday <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing I need to do um and I can set up an invoice for a credit card or a debit card or something like that. Do you still do Venmo? I still do Venmo. Mm-hmm. I, I do Venmo, Venmo too. Yeah. Um, I have a business Venmo too. So I can, okay. I'll take any kind of form. I have people that write me checks that are like, you know, yeah, like my mom's age. That You're not picky, it. huh? You're not picky. <laughs> I will take all of your money anyway, <laughs> shape, form, or fashion. <laughs> I'd, love to hear, service. I'd love to hear more about your faith journey and how that okay. started for you. So I grew up in Jackson. I grew up at First Baptist Jackson Church. My dad, he's passed away since, but he ran the sound, sound engineer for 25 years. Um, I grew up and went to church school my whole life. Um, including college. Uh, So it's always been part of my life. Um, I graduated. I, you know, went into the real world and wasn't so high on my faith. I kind of went to church every now and then, but I really wasn't into it. You know, I was too tired from doing something on Saturday night to wake up and go in the morning and really had no desire. Um, And so I met Ryan and we got married. And even once we had our first kid, we weren't really involved in a church. And one of my very best friends, who is actually um, his boss's wife, she said, come try First Ridgeland, like come try the church and see just come try it. I know you know the preacher because he was at your former church. Like, just come try And I'm like, Ugh, okay, fine. <laughs> you know, just kind of rolling your eyes. I don't want to meet new people. Like, I don't want to do this. Um, and so we started going and instantly we knew that this was going to be a game changer for us and our lives and our home. And we joined probably a year later and we ended up having another baby. And it has just been such a huge support system for us. Even though I grew up in church my whole life, you know, it's just one of those things that you grew up and it's around you and I didn't work on it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't in the word every day and I wasn't surrounding myself with people, you know, that were like minded. Um, and so when we started going to church consistently um, and having, you know, having a family, having a kid for sure, you'll be like, it'll really knock you into gear and say, you know, I want my kid to grow up. My husband grew up, you know, in the Methodist church and he also went to Christian college and you just get to the point where you're like, something's got to change. We've got to do this for our family and do it for ourselves. And so we got back into it. And my husband went, he was never the spiritual leader of our family starting out. And he literally went from zero to 60. There were some men that took him in and just changed his life. And he went from not wanting to go to church or Sunday school to being a deacon three years later. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Which is crazy. Like literally zero 
to 60 in three years. And it's just been so great for us. I could have, we could have never made the job changes or um, that kind of thing without faith, without um, kind of that support group. Like you said, if someone's not supporting your dreams, what do you do? I said, pick a new group because Mm -hmm. that's what you need in your life is someone that's going to support you. Unless it's an actually terrible decision, then at least have somebody that's going to go, Hey, let's think about this. Um, How is it going to bless you? How's it going to bless others? So it, um, Anyway, it's been really good for us the past couple of years, for sure. You said that somebody told you this would eventually be your ministry. Mm-hmm. How has it turned into a ministry for you? Have you seen fruits from that? Yes, absolutely. Not only has it helped like me spend time with my family um, and minister through my family, just knowing that someone is struggling at home in a job, in a marriage, stressed out, whatever, but they can like come home and not have the stress of cooking a meal and they serve it to their family and their family eats it and they love it and they can go to bed happy and not be stressed out over one little thing, especially right now in this climate. I feel like it's been a huge ministry for me and just supporting each other and encouraging each other, even just the Facebook group. You know, the number one rule is to be nice. It is encouraging. It is supportive. And that's kind of what we all need right now. We don't need somebody that says, you're not good enough or you can't do this. Um, so I feel like if I can empower people in the kitchen to just cook a meal, it's could definitely like be my ministry of just, you know, lowering stress and making people feel confident. I love that not all ministry is done behind a pulpit or that on Sunday, but it's day to day. I love that. Mm-hmm. One body, many parts. Yeah. I found a really yes. unique part of ministry that yeah. I never would have thought of. There's so much out there that people can contribute that. Mm-hmm. And I heard somebody like find something that you love to do. Uh, if it's intricately in you, it was probably knit there by the creator. And if that's something that you're passionate about, if it's something that you're good at, then as a believer, God will use that to further the kingdom and to help encourage people. And I love that you've kind of tapped into that and you may not have ever thought that you would be. No, never in my life. I married a chef. I didn't think I was ever going to have to cook again. Let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was, you know, and like we said last October when there was this just push, there was a push for me to try this and to have that encouragement and to know that, you know, pray about it and be able to go to God and say, okay, God, you know, you're going to be here push? for me, right? Like, re- seriously, what was the push? Did you, know, there you have was, like, well, there was some stuff that went on in my other job really and truly that I was like, I just don't feel like this is great for me right now. This mm-hmm. is stressful. I'm coming home and not being a nice person or a good mom or a good, you know, good wife. And I have this other opportunity. If I could just focus all of my time and energy into it, I really think that it could be something. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I did. And it's helped too because, um, you know, we've been able to actually give back to the church more, you know, financially. Yeah. yeah. I can go, okay, well now, you know, we just put new uh, seats in our church and there was a, like sit by me campaign. I was like, I can buy some seats because, <laughs> you know, I have this or, you know, something will go wrong and I'll like have all these sub- subscribers come in and, you know, give me all this, you know, thank you so much for this. You've really changed me, which I get those messages all the time and they never get old. Yeah. You know, so it's actually a, such a ministry in that it's, coming back to me and there these people are a blessing to me and lets me know that what I'm doing you know Mm -hmm. glad I took that leap of faith I love that so much I'm looking at your Facebook group and it looks like anyone can be a part of that anyone and there is a wealth 
I mean, a wealth. And there's also, if you click on, there's a search bar in the top. So you could click crockpot, chicken, beef, um, rice, and all those recipes that were posted will pop up. And it can be very overwhelming. (laughs) But, and look at the comments and people will say, oh, I made this, but this wasn't good. Try it this way. Right. Mm -hmm. But everybody really is encouraging and it's always like, oh, that looks great. Mm -hmm. Good job. Well, it's one thing to go find a recipe on Pinterest or somewhere in Google and not know, but it's yeah. another thing when you can actually see like, oh, someone tried this and they're vouching for this worked, mm-hmm. this was easy, this right. tastes good, something mm-hmm. like that. So, and people, I've also I've been following the Facebook page for a while, and people are also sometimes like, I saw one, it was someone saying, I got too much ginger in my click list. Mm-hmm. What do I do with all this ginger? And yeah. people are like, here's what you do with all your ginger. Uh, and that was like the, cherry tomatoes, yeah, powder full, and somebody was like, make this, and so it really is helpful. Yeah. Um, and they could be like just tell you stuff that you don't know like little tips yeah. and tricks which is really fun too mm-hmm. um to learn new things and that so. is awesome i just joined the group and we will be sure oh, to put you. that link in <laughs> our show notes today so other people can find that group awesome. as well and thank also you, we'll link you. to your website where people can find out more about your weekly subscriptions this is awesome thank we're so glad awesome. that you shared this with us and that you've taken the time to create this for people because i think that this is really going to make a lot of people's lives so much easier and just help i know you said men subscribe too but since our our, our podcast is kind of for women like this is just right up our alley helping mm-hmm. equip women to be able to serve their families and bless their families in this way without all the extra time requirements mm-hmm. Because we don't sure. really have a village. As we get older, women, our friends, friend groups just kind of disperse because of life and because mm-hmm. of where we are and all the responsibilities that we have. Like one of my favorite things about college was the getting ready part. I loved getting ready to go to class. I love getting ready to go out because you're with all your friends and you're all sharing and you know, it's completely unsanitary makeup and do it, you know, <laughs> all that stuff or let me borrow this. But we just get away from that and that feeds us so much. And it sounds like this is the community that you've built. It's almost like that trust of friends that come together and they're like oh try this or do this and this is gonna be fun or you can do it and it's people from all over I think we have I think all 50 states are representative in three in three countries now most people are you know southern it's a lot of Mississippi people but people put in you know restaurant recommendations or whatever you can get this here and I'm like half these people don't even know Mississippi like you know but I think the fact that it is encouraging like you said and we're each other's cheerleaders and even though it's on Facebook it's still helpful and um I've really enjoyed where the group has gone because it's awesome. It's a great place for. And I just love like with the weekly dish. I've noticed like, have y'all heard the term mental load? Like, I feel like I started hearing that phrase. No, but I feel like I live there. (laughs) Right. It it just means like how many things we have coming at us every day and the thousands upon thousands of little decisions that we have to make that just add up and like crush you eventually if you have too much going on. And this is just a huge mental load reliever to me, you know, so that you can serve your family and not be so stressed out all the time and that's something I've really noticed especially since I just started grad school it's like a whole flipping my entire schedule on its head and trying to figure out how to juggle life and everything so need to unpause that subscription soon. <laughs> <laughs> I know I appreciate it too that it lets us care about ourselves and what we eat because I'm single I don't have any kids and I'm just like oh I don't want to I'm just going to go to Wendy's or I'm just going to go somewhere on the way home or I'll just eat whatever you know and it helps to be able to empower people in the kitchen to care for themselves because you're eating healthy I had a trainer and he said even if you cook bad do it at home mm-hmm. even if you're going to eat bad cook it at home because it's better for 
for you than it will be if you eat it That's out. True. So I appreciate you doing that, empowering people to make themselves feel better and eat better and be more healthy. And you do it. Golly, you have the grocery list. I mean, <laughs> how much more simple? <laughs> well, you know, we really had to... Um, with you know kids and job changing and stuff it was my husband's like we gotta save money somewhere so i was like okay let's do it at the grocery store and if you go in with the plan mm-hmm. you're even like you said your click list or whatever you spend less money because you have a plan but even if i do mine on sundays and if you'll just sit down on sunday and take five minutes to go okay make this and this or do your grocery list or print the one out that i send and then i have a um i used to have a calendar on my refrigerator but now i have like this huge magnetic <laughs> board that someone shared in the facebook group dinner darlings it was on amazon for like 17 dollars. thank you ben <laughs> one of our dad contributors um and it says what i'm gonna eat every so i have it listed and i'll go okay what's for tonight like in the morning look on your fridge see what it is pull it out of the freezer whatever you need to do and always be flexible if you didn't pull out of the freezer move on to the next night and cook whatever you have yeah i think that's important but even if you'll just plan two to three a week one for you yes thank you thank you (laughs) just try one you know just try it one time and see yeah yeah that it's really not that hard or time consuming or just make it an enjoyable experience well i did see that you had a recipe for pizza chicken which oh yeah I don't know if y'all saw this because y'all were probably enthralled with all the vegetable stuff, but I <laughs> loved the pizza chicken. It just looks like chicken with pizza on it. And I know that's a little more probably yes. detailed. No, it's really not. But good Lord. <laughs> and like, so I've good. thought about it a lot since I saw it, which I shouldn't <laughs> say. But I I'll send you the pizza chicken. I was going to say, <laughs> we're going to hold you to this. I want you to make this recipe. I'm sending okay. it to you. I'll do will it. you please um, post this I will. on our Instagram I so will. that we can see how that turned you can out? Take a picture of the one that you cook. <laughs> yeah, I can't just copy the one. <laughs> I want it in your kitchen. Her picture. I know what her kitchen looks Holding like now. Holding you yes. accountable it's to great. trying this recipe. Okay. Dang that accountability. That's awesome. <laughs> a lot, yeah. Lindsay. And if it looks good, you, you might can post a picture of yours next to hers. Yeah, well. <laughs> I wish I'd taken a picture of my baked chicken tacos. I know. I'll show you all my leftovers when I go back yes, and eat because it's only two of us, so we yeah. can't eat that recipe. Yeah, I don't want to see your leftovers. That's probably oh. pretty. <laughs> well, fine. Oh, this is awesome. Thank you for what you're doing to just pour into women's lives, make our lives easier, make our family stronger by spending time together. Really, really appreciate that. And I'm kind of excited to see what this is. At the end of every episode, we ask what is something new that you are just loving? One thing that while you're thinking, yes. so um, was at a friend's house last night and she had a gadget. I feel like I'm very behind. But she had a gadget, and I don't know what it's called, but you're probably going to know what it's called. Because I hear that if you cook, you can't live without this. It's for your ground beef. It's silicone, yes. and it looks like a... A fan? Mm. It's like a... Mm-hmm. Looks like that. Mm-hmm. Looks like your hand right there. Mm-hmm. What is that called? I, I have no idea. It is a Pampered Chef product. Yes, it is. Okay. I even know about it that. It is. Thing. The other day, I had had my nails done, and I was like, don't want to mess with this ground beef. So I got my Pampered Chef... I think I have one of those. Ground uh-huh. beef thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> to crunch it up better. Yes. yes. Okay, I have so, one of those. So my friend had it and someone else who was there had it and they both said, you don't have one of these. And I don't remember what they called it. They're like, you have it's to get one. one. <laughs> I will tell you. Okay. Just a twist on your question, just because I think this is important. A few things that I think you need in your kitchen. Ooh. My favorite thing that I'm loving right now and that it took me, I don't know why I've had one for forever because Ryan always had one. 
a meat thermometer. Buy a meat thermometer. It is a game changer. I used to be the person that would make the chicken and cut it open and let all the juices out to check. Right here. That's Get me. Meat. Did it with the pork. Did it with yeah. beef. I wasn't as concerned about a meat thermometer. That is... You need one, and you'll I feel just really got fancy. One. It's not even out of the package yet. Open I've it. I've never used one. Open before. it. I'm telling you, I I started putting the temperatures on the recipes because it really is when you cut something open like a meat to check the doneness. It lets all of the flavor out and all the juices yes. out. And I feel like I sacrifice every time I do that. I'm like, I know I'm making the sacrifice, but I'm ready to eat. Is this done yet? And you also learn that you don't have to cook things to death. Like, I love my right. mother. She's cooked my whole life, and she is wonderful, but she will cook chicken to death. Yeah. It doesn't need to yeah. be in the oven for two hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, high heat for 25 minutes, and it's done. Yeah. And it's juicy, and it's good. So, a meat thermometer, get one. Okay, I'm subscribing to this. Okay, I also think a uh, microplane is, Google that one. A microplane is great for zesting. You can also use it to grate cheese really small. Uh, I use it for cucumbers to make like a homemade tzatziki sauce. You know what I use it for? What? Or the one time I've ever used mine was I was making a chocolate pie and I wanted to grate the Hershey (gasps) bar on top. Yes, and so fancy. So fancy. It looked like it was from, you know. A bakery. Micro plane. The only planing I know is the hydroplane or whatever it's the called. Face the dermaplane. <laughs> For your the face. Same thing you use. <laughs> Please do not use this <laughs> when you put on your face. That will be not. I mean, not it will fun. Okay. Side note: What is the proper way to zest a lemon? Is this a hard thing? If y'all could see my face, you could see I'm staring at her strangely. Okay, listen, I'm going to take a shot because I've been watching these baking shows. <laughs> Tell us how the great British bakers you do You hold it. it and rub it up and down on the thing. That's what I did, and it didn't work. It didn't work. We have to keep turning it. You can't get into the rind. I had it on the wrong side. <laughs> Okay. Well, I assume she means the tool and not the lemon. <laughs> oh, I, no, I meant the lemon. Wait, you, there's okay. sides of a lemon? I says to the outside. You're supposed to say the outside. I mean, I knew that much. I was thinking that. Okay. I thought you meant that I was. I'm just going to send you the subscription because I really think you need it. Okay. Microphone number three. Mini spatulas like not a huge one the little like smaller spatulas that are maybe like five inches long like the flat part they are so helpful if you're cooking fish if you're cooking just like getting a chicken breast out of a big like a small spatula Mm -hmm. comes in handy way more than you think it would yeah and your recipes will sometimes require these right i sent one out this morning that requires you to zest a lemon Heather. <laughs> is there also a YouTube video? <laughs> I might need to, I might need to look not. that up. I have included some YouTube videos when I'll be like, roll this burrito style. And then I'll just click somebody that rolled yeah. a really good burrito. Like, do it this way. That's perfect. So, yes. Love it. You, can't, you make it so easy. Yeah. I am I trying. I try. I know. I'm excited to try it. Thank you so much. Thank for you all so much. Sharing and your will wisdom. you send me your favorites of these are the ones that you have the microplane and the yes. meat thermometer and the mini spatula so we can put links I certainly in will. the show notes for people who yes. want to have these well, we gave you some homework kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I will yeah. for sure Lindsay thank you so much you thank y'all for having me this is fun <laughs> thanks for joining us for the 517 life podcast today we learned that cooking homemade meals for ourselves and our families can be easier than we thought dinner darling does the prep work for you You can find out more about The Dinner Darling on her website, Instagram, or Facebook. We'll link to those in today's show notes. 
If you try out some recipes we want to see, tag us in your Instagram photos at 517lifepodcast and make sure to share and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a minute of life.